Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening there, fellow Clashers. How is everybody doing on this fine day? I want to welcome you back to another episode of Clashing in Traffic. My name is Catfish. I'm your host. Why don't y'all hop on in and buckle up? It's time to go play in some traffic. Well, guys, welcome back. It has been about two weeks since I talked to you last, and it has been a busy two weeks, guys. We have had updates. We've had new things going on our very first raid weekend. We've had CWL. We've had all kinds of craziness in and out of real life and in clan and on Discord and Twitter, and it has just been a packed couple of weeks. So what what do we have to talk about today? Well, guys, well, the last time that we talked, the update was just hitting. We were just getting some sneak peeks and getting to talk about things that were going on and seeing some stuff. And now we've had a chance to play with all of our new toys and actually go in there and do our first raid weekend, which was a little bit of a surprise when they teased it, when they were giving us all of the sneak peeks and whatnot. They told us that the that there could be a little bit of time before the first raid weekend and that the first one could actually just be a test. Now, what could happen is there could still be some tweaks and things that happen to it. This first one may have been, oh a little bit more than just a beta test you know it may have been there it may have been live and been real but there is still the possibility that they're going to tweak a few things uh, based on how the first raid weekend went so don't be surprised if we see that we do have the next raid weekend coming right up but let's talk about what we learned in this very first raid weekend guys so when the when the update hit there were a few of us who had been sitting on some, well, on, on a few items that we thought could help us with getting our clan capital upgraded. A couple months ago, we in the Knights of Zion had done a contest. Big D issued a challenge, and he said he wanted all of us to push as high as we could in Legend League, and whoever ended up getting the highest was going to get a prize. Well, Due to some technicalities, I ended up winning that contest, and Jesse had also thrown his hat into the ring as being somebody who was going to provide part of that prize, and we actually had a, a pretty good-sized cash prize. Well, I took half of that, and I actually, y'all, get, get ready for this, because I have, I have talked about how I only buy the gold pass. Well, I took half of that, and I, I sunk it into some gems, guys. I did. Uh, Catfish actually spent a little bit of money. Now, it was money that I won from the clan, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to put that money back into the clan. So I spent about half of that on buying some packs. One of those packs where it sent the gifts to the clan. I thought, all right, let me grab some gems for myself. It'll send some gems to the clan. They'll be able to use some stuff. And then I turned around and used all those gems that I picked up and sped up my forge and, and got a lot of capital gold right away so that we could quickly get some things upgraded. And for a little while, I was sitting there at the top of the clan. And then the rest of the dirty gemmers in the clan got online and just blew me out of the water. So I, I was still sitting up there near the top, but yeah, there was, there was quite a bit of a difference between my couple bucks that I tossed in to pick up some gem packs and what the rest of the guys were able to do. Now, specifically, uh, I know that we have, I've shared a couple screenshots of some things from, from who had spent the most capital gold in our clan and who had the most, what's what's the word that they're using? Not prestige, but, but uh, reputation or whatever they're calling it. 
shared a couple couple screenshots earlier in the week about who had the, the highest reputation in the Knights of Zion. Well, let me tell you, I've seen some screenshots of some other guys who have gemmed quite a bit and who have spent quite a bit of money getting their reputation up pretty high. We've got a guy in Knights of Zion who had, oh, at least three accounts that were sitting in, like, the top five of the clan. The last I looked, I think he had, oh, it was over 80,000 reputation, right? Which, I mean, there's there's been some talk about some people having higher than 80,000 reputation, having higher than 80,000 clan gold that was con- capital gold contributed to the capital peak. Um but he had that on three separate accounts, y'all. Uh, Jesse Spoker has been an absolute beast in helping us get our clan capital going as, as high as it has gone in the Knights of Zion. Now, we are not near max at all. When this raid weekend started, we had a capital peak that was level three, right? So we had the capital peak, we had the barbarian camp, and we had the wizard valley. That's where we were when we started the weekend. Right as the weekend started... We had nothing but ground troops, and then it was very shortly after that, we finally unlocked some balloons, and let me tell you what, the rocket balloons quickly took over our meta. When the update hit, there were several of us that night who jumped onto voice chat, and we were on there for a couple hours, and we were doing a ton of friendly challenges on the Capitol Peak. We were messing around with with adjusting the bases and figuring out the troops, and we were on voice chat doing those friendly challenges for hours. It was a it was fun. It was a lot of fun getting on there doing that. There were some guys who had not seen any of the sneak peeks, hadn't paid attention to any of the videos that were out there about what was coming with the update. So they felt like complete and total boomers as they were trying to figure out what was going on with these new buttons in my game. And then there were some of us who, you know, we've been we've been just itching for updates and and clamoring for any news about stuff. So we were in there just going ham, and it was a lot of fun. And then what we found when that raid weekend started was that all of the practice that we had done in that, oh, you know, it was like being a town hall two and three, right? When when all you have is sneaky archers and some rage barbarians and you know maybe a couple giants or whatnot but just ground troops. And we had figured things out. We was like, all right, this is how we're going to do it. The, uh, well, the, the barbs that can bust through the walls, you know, we figured out how those would work. We saw that the, once we eventually opened up the super wizards that man, those things were OP, but on the defensive side, we learned that the doggone bomb towers on the Capitol Hill or Capitol peak, whatever you want to call it, those bomb towers had a lot more hit points than we expected and took a lot longer to get through those things so that that helped us in kind of figuring out where we were going to set up our defense right did all that practice and then all that practice went out the window as soon as we got the rocket balloons because once you unlock the rocket balloons we didn't need anything else it was essentially spamming rocket balloons maybe a couple minions maybe some sneaky archers sneaky archers and rocket balloons was just decimating the the camps that were lower than your capital peak right and then once you get to the capital peak, what we were finding was everybody was still leaving everything clumped up around that capital hall. And if you could get a few of those super wizards in there under a heel, the super wizards just decimated the core. Because anything that was in chain distance of that capital hall was going to die. Now the defense within that capital hall, that 
kind of abbreviated Eagle artillery thing that doesn't have the massive range, but also doesn't have that dead zone in the middle. We tried to focus on getting that thing down. And then it was just basically clean up on the outside, right? So set that funnel if you could, because, you know, the deployment area changes as you go. So we try to set the funnel to get into the middle, take down that, that Capitol Hall building with some Swizz, and then it was just over. We, we, we had a lot of fun. The rocket loons were going in there, busting things up, and the, the super wizards ended up taking out any of those. Woo, man, that motorcycle just went right between two of us. Okay, that's good. Anyway, but we, we had a lot of fun doing that. Now, we did learn a few other things. We learned that attacking early, and there were a few of us that were online waiting. As soon as that, as soon as that clock, that, as soon as that timer started for the raid weekend, we got it going. And we were figuring out, okay, here's the things that work. And this is back when we were Capital Peak Level 3, right? Here's the things that work. We got a few of us in there getting all of our attacks in. I had four different accounts that I was attacking on there and, and rotating between the four of them so that I could, I could spread things out, right? taking down a bunch of these early clans and what we determined was that those of us that attacked early we ended up being lower on the rankings at the end of the weekend as far as rated capital gold because the lower the the level of your opponents the less capital gold you get so the people who waited until the end to attack, I saw Tribe of Judah in there, and he was all happy that I think he ended up like third place in the clan as far as, as how much gold he was able to uh, to loot from that raid weekend. Well, he saved all his attacks towards the end once we were actually Capital Hall 4, and that meant he got more stuff. So next weekend, I'm not going to be one of the first to attack. I'm sorry. I'm going to wait. But, you know, I guess it really doesn't matter because all of that Capital Gold, regardless of who gets it, goes into the clan and that's that's kind of the nice thing yes we get to have some bragging rights about who got the most but the, even the fact that i think i ended up like 15th but i was one of the first ones in there i was one of the guys that helped get our capital hall up to level four which then opened it up to where we could get more capital gold for everybody else so eh, am i worried about not having my name at the top of that list no what matters is that we had a as a clan, it got a bunch of people involved. I'm not saying that this was the best ever update to Clash of Clans, but it certainly got a lot more people involved on a more regular basis. All weekend long, we had people hopping in and out of there, getting things done. We were coordinating to make sure that everybody was able to get in and three-star one of the districts so that that meant they all got their bonus attacks. So once we did that, once we made sure that everybody who looked like they were going to be attacking that weekend, once we made sure they got their bonus attacks, then it was just a free-for-all, right? Go do everything and crush it. And that's exactly what happened. Now, how many, how many raids did you guys complete? Well, we completed 22 raids. So 22 clans that we, we three-starred all of their districts and their capital peak. And then we had one at the end that we ran out of attacks, so we couldn't uh, we couldn't completely destroy that one. So 22 is what we finished. Now there were some good names that we saw in that list of clans that attacked us and clans that we attacked. Uh, one of the first clans that we attacked was Bushido. Bushido, and I can't I cannot speak this 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 day. I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, uh, Bushido is one that that we have we know of through some of the 
the tournaments and some of the leagues and whatnot that Jesse has played in. So there's some players in there that we recognize. And that that was cool. We, we beat those guys in 11 attacks. Uh, another name that we recognized was the claim Peter $17 sign. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we, we ended up beating those guys. So that's one of the clans that it's not the one that Galadon's in, but it's the one associated with his oh, alter ego, Peter $17 sign. Yeah, we beat those guys in 11 hits. And then the most difficult clan that we faced this weekend, the one that I think we averaged 11 or 12 attacks, and that was for both at capital P level 3, which is when we attacked Bushido and Peter $17. Awesome. And then once we moved up to, to level 4, we were still averaging 11 or 12 attacks per clan. Now, there were some that we beat in 9, and there was one or two that it took us 13 hits. There was only one clan that it took us 14 hits to beat, and that was Tarilla Tavatan. Uh, we got to attack those guys. Whoever their base builder is over there must have been on point because it, it, it took us uh, several more attacks to beat them than anybody else. So good job to those guys. And that's a, that's a name that we have heard in the podcast community, and it's a name we've seen on some of these leagues and whatnot. Now, on the defensive side, it wasn't until oh, the second day that we started seeing some clans attack us where we recognized their names. And one of those was Tribe Gaming. Tribe Gaming attacked the Knights of Zion. Now, Tribe Gaming also attacked Galadon's clan, which you think, hey, isn't Galadon part of Tribe? Well, yeah, he's one of their one of their content creators. And he made a whole video about how they got absolutely destroyed by Tribe Gaming. That it took Tribe Gaming only... Was it six attacks? That doesn't sound right. Six attacks to completely decimate Galadon's clan. Uh, well, Tribe Gaming faced off against the Knights of Zion, and it took Tribe Gaming 12 attacks to beat the Knights of Zion. So I guess that means we're twice as good as Galadon's clan, right? That, that's, that's what that means. It took them like six to beat Galadon, took them 12 to beat us. I don't know. Maybe that's what that means. And then the other... The other clan in our defensive log that we all recognized was One Hive. And guys, One Hive couldn't beat us. That's right. One Hive ran out of attacks. <laughs> That's really what it was. One Hive ran out of attacks while they were facing us. So they only beat, like, one of our districts had done four attacks. And then that must have been when they ran out of attacks because it was the last, it was one of our last defenses, and they never finished it. So, yeah. They, they couldn't beat us on defense, guys. We are better than one hive. Well, simply because they ran out of attacks. Because of the limited number that you get. Now, we did something like 266 attacks over the weekend. So, no, we didn't have all 50 possible clan members get every single one of their attacks in. But we got we got quite a few in there. And it was, it was pretty active. Uh, most of the clan members... Uh, were able to get their attacks in, and we were bringing in minis, any of the leaders, actually anybody that was a member of Knights of Zion who had a mini, we told them they could come on in and do it there. And then likewise with Eden's Edge, if anybody wanted to go and, and send their minis over to Eden's Edge, uh, those guys were doing the same thing there. Now, Eden's Edge isn't quite as far along as Knights of Zion. And this, I, I kind of want that to be on purpose, because next week, I am, well, this coming weekend, I am interested to see in what the difference is now the Eden's Edge might be where about where Knights of Zion was uh, last weekend, and KOZ is going to be a little bit farther ahead. And I, I'm interested to see how this matchmaking lines up. 
in the Capital Peak, in the in the raid weekends, once we have a little bit more distance between the two clans, what is that going to mean for the matches? How is that going to look? What's going to happen? And I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see that just because I like looking at numbers and, and figuring out how things work. So this is this is an interesting thing for me to see to see how, what the difference is going to be for the rewards and even you know the the morale of how things happen because they're not going to have the same types of troops and number of troops as we have in KOZ uh, down there in Eden's Edge. But that means the defenses that they have to go up against aren't going to be quite as far along. So they may actually win more raids than us, but are they going to get as many medals? Probably not. Now, as far as the raid medals, y'all, I think we were all expecting way more raid medals than what we got. And part of that, I blame Supercell. I think they missed the mark a little bit on when they were setting this up. There was that uh, quote-unquote live stream that went on, except I'm pretty sure that at least one of those content creators who was live on that stream um, was, was already back home in North America when that live stream was going on. So yeah, that was probably pre-recorded, right? And it was clearly from the dev build because they were raiding from max level capital peaks. They had all of the troops unlocked. They had the mountain golem and the big giant airship and all that stuff was already there. Does anybody in any clan that is not one of these uber gemming clans have that stuff unlocked yet? No, most of us don't. Most of us are sitting there at Capital Peak 3 or Capital Peak 4, maybe Capital Peak 5. But that is so rare. Nobody has all of that stuff unlocked. Carbon Finn did a video where he went through on the dev build. Now, we know that things change between the dev build and the actual release. But he went through on the dev build to see how much capital gold it took to get everything completely maxed out. And it was like over 90 million capital gold. So I did the math of like, all right, how many gems is it going to take to be able to, one, get all the runes needed to get that much elixir, uh, gold, dark elixir, whatever, so that you can put that into the forge and then gem the forge, right? The math works out to, if you need to go from zero to completely max on the capital peak, it's like $215,000 U.S., $215,000? What? For one clan to go from nothing to max. That's if you gem everything. That is insane. There is, there's nobody that's spending that kind of money. Oh, wait. There there are some clans that are pretty dang close to, to max. Uh, if anybody's looked at where like the Dr. Mushtaba and Stephanie clans are, yeah, they're, they're pretty much max. There's a couple other clans out there that have pushed up and unlocked every every one of the districts. Um, but they did it by having people. So there was one that's, that's a, a supposed free to play clan, right? And they did it by having their, their content creator put it out that any, that he wanted people to all of his fans to come in and donate all their capital gold to that clan. And they did that. And that's how they ended up getting all of their stuff up, updated and unlocked so early. But one of the comments that I saw on, I believe it was Twitter, from one of these clans that had unlocked everything was that they actually didn't end up getting attacked during the raid weekend because there was no clans that were at about the same level as them. Now, they were they were matched up with some raids that they got to go and attack some clans, which I find odd that 
you know, if, if it's supposed to be based on weight, that Supercell would put them in a place where they can attack, but don't get attacked. Now, that's all conjecture. You know, I don't actually see their defense log or whatnot, so maybe that's not all true. But there are a few clans that are way up there ahead of everybody that spent a ton of money or ended up getting a ton of accounts to come into their clan and donate all of their clan, uh, their capital gold. So that's, that's where that is. But I'll be interested to see how this weekend goes with the second raid weekend, if things will change. We ended up getting, how many, we got 578 raid medals uh, in, in Knights of Zion, which isn't a whole lot. And I think the defensive part of that was like 31 medals. That was it from defense. So how they're calculating the defensive medals, I still don't quite understand. I think what I heard Rick say was that it, the defensive medals were only based on your one best raid defense. So whichever, I guess, whichever clan took the most to have to beat you, that's what the raid med- the defensive raid medals was based on. I, I don't know. I still don't fully understand that. But 31, it just seemed pretty low. Um, now, the fact that we get these every week, maybe that does add up over time to, to be more... But that'll, that'll just have to be something that we see. Uh, I'm not I'm not impressed with the rewards that we get from it yet, right? I haven't used any raid medals to donate any, any troops my, myself. Mostly because, well, my clan's active. Any troops that I need donated to my CC, I get really quickly. Uh, we have almost all of the major super troops that you would take in a in an attacking cc they're they're almost always somebody in the clan that has them so we don't have to worry about about that and i if if somebody in koz doesn't have it then somebody in eden's edge does or we have some minis that have those weird ones that are only get used occasionally for attacking uh boosted so you know i haven't used any of that yet and as on my town hall 14 it's max so i don't need to use any of the the raid medals in the trader shop so i'm, I'm kind of just sitting on them for now but i know that there's a cap on the number that you can actually hold so eventually i'm gonna have to start spending them on something what that's going to be i don't know now i did blow through some of my cwl medals buying the builder potions so that i got boost my silly builders up and then get some more capital gold uh, was that a smart idea, knowing that Town Hall 15 is going to be coming in about six months or so? I don't know. But I just felt that I needed to spend some of my stuff so that I could help out the clan. Because it's Clash of Clans, right? So it's all about the clan right now. So that, that's where I'm at, was trying to donate some stuff to the clan, trying to help us get going. And I might have been a little bit greedy in that every single one of my accounts donated all of its capital gold to KOZ and didn't donate any to Eden's Edge. But don't worry, I have decided that right now my Town Hall 12 is going to be donating its its capital gold to Eden's Edge. So I'll, I'll be donating some there to help EE come along a little bit more. So how much did you guys get? How many, how many uh, of the raid medals did you get? How much capital gold did you raid? How many raids were you able to complete? And did you enjoy what you had going on? Now, as far as upgrades, guys, I don't know whether it was good or bad, but what we are doing is we are um, kind of essentially strategically rushing. We're not upgrading every single thing uh, for each of the districts. 
as soon as we're able to upgrade the Capitol Peak, we upgrade it so that we can then unlock the next district. And we wanted to focus on offense, right? That was going to be our goal was to focus on offense. And then after we saw the outcome of the raid where defense only got to a couple of the raid medals, I think that was a smart idea. Hopefully they don't rebalance it too much to where the to where, I would love to see more from defense. But if they rebalance it to where defense gives you even more, then maybe we'll have to rethink what we're doing. But right now what we do is we upgrade just the number of buildings that we need to upgrade so that we can then unlock the next level of the capital peak and then start dumping all of our capital gold into the capital peak now how did we go to, how did we get there the first thing we would look at is what ruins were available that needed to be rebuilt that helped our offensive power so if there was a ruin to be rebuilt that had an army camp or a barracks that's the first ruin that we would unlock because then that unlocks more buildings and it adds to our offense. So that takes down the number of buildings that you need to unlock or upgrade to upgrade the next level of the Capitol Peak or the District Hall. The next thing we would do is, again, still rebuilding ruins. Anything that would add buildings to the map is what we would unlock. So we would rebuild ruins that had defenses in them. And then thirdly, we would rebuild a ruin that was available if it only had traps and decorations, right? Those are the last ones that we're going to unlock. But we would do those rebuilds before working on upgrades. So once all of the rebuilds are done for the ruins, then we would start looking at upgrades. And the first thing we look at to upgrade is the army camps so that you can add more troop space and the barracks so that you can add more types of troops. We'd upgrade those as much as we could. Next thing would be upgrading defenses that target both air and ground and we would upgrade the ones that did splash defense first so splash defense that does air and ground so those super wizard towers and then point defenses that do air and ground next we're going to look at defenses that do air because we started off focusing on defenses that would all that only target ground but as soon as we saw how how overpowered the rocket loons were, we switched gears. Because uh, if you go up against anybody else that has rocket loons unlocked, they're, they're just going to decimate things. So we started unlocking the air targeting or upgrading the air targeting defenses before doing the ground targeting defenses. So once we get to the upgrading the defenses, we do the air and ground splash, air and ground point, then air defenses. And again, if there's an if there's ever one that does air only and splash, that would be before we would upgrade that before doing the air only point. And then we start working on the ground defenses. So we just, in our last round of upgrades, we did all of the, uh, what the spear throwers and all of our, we did all the super whiz towers, the spear throwers. I think right now we're, we've gone through the cannon cart defense not not the cannon carts themselves but the, uh, the the cannon cart guard posts right that's that's what we're working on right now is upgrading those and we have started now our upgrade to capital peak level five so that's where all of our well that's where a lot of our capital gold is going we're not sure if we're going to be able to get enough uh, capital gold before this next raid weekend starts to actually unlock it so there is a little bit of debate on whether we should be throwing capital gold into that or upgrading some of the defenses. So 
how, you guys who have made it to Capitol Hall level four, how are you guys doing that? Are you are you thinking the same thing that you're not going to be able to upgrade that Capitol Hall before the raid weekend? Or my thought is that where we're at right now, we have that about halfway done. We have about half the Capitol goal that we need to get that up to level five. And my thought is that as soon as that raid weekend starts, you get so much capital gold coming in from those attacks that perhaps that's going to be enough to get that that uh, capital hall all the way up to five. And then we'll have even more things unlocked. Uh, we all want to get to that, that airship, right? That's what everybody wants to see. Yes, it takes up a whole ton of space, but it's going to be fun. It's a new toy. We like to play with new toys. So that's, that's where we're at, guys. Uh, and again... One of the things that we did learn was don't pack buildings around that Capitol Hall because those super wizards, once they get in there, will destroy everything that they get in there. Now, the other thing that was going on was CWL. We all got so excited about the Capitol Hall upgrade and all that that uh, I didn't send out the reminder about where people needed to be for CWL until much later than I normally do in the month. So we were kind of running on a time crunch picking our, we picked like 17, 18 people to stay in Knights of Zion, 17, 18 accounts to stay there so that we've got a couple backups, and then we send the rest of the 14s over to Eden's Edge and get the war going there, and we had we had made our roster, had to make a couple changes and last minute tweaks to the roster, like, okay, good to go, and then we send everything out. Jesse, because it's, it's between seasons for him, actually was going to have all three of his 14s in KOZ, so that was, you know three less that we need to take from from the, the the number of 14s that we kept and i make up the roster say okay these guys go to eaton's edge you guys stay in koz let's get moving we had a couple of our 14s who unfortunately didn't get online and see that message so they didn't get over to eaton's edge in time trent he started the the war in eaton's edge and it was getting late it was like three hours left before cwl registration closed and we were still waiting to spin. And we had that one spin a couple months ago where we got the six the six clan CWL instead of the eight clan. And then, you know, that was that was the month before the whole China server thing where we had the six everybody had the six clan CWL. Uh, so we've we had that two months in a row because we waited so long to spin. I didn't want that to happen. And it was getting late. Everybody's falling asleep. So I was like, we've got everybody that needs to be in KOZ is supposed to be there. Eden's Edge was missing a couple 14s because they hadn't moved over in time. So, all right, let's just get this started, right? Trent spun his war there in Eden's Edge. And I just kept everybody that was in KOZ. He's like, all right, some of you guys weren't meant to be on the KOZ roster, but you can sit here and you can passively mooch medals from us. Spin the war. Let's go. I, I hit spin. I put my phone down. I went to sleep. I was dog tired, y'all. Go to sleep. I wake up in the morning. And one of the first things I see when I wake up in the morning, I, you know, do my thing. I open up Clash of Clans and I see that Jesse, his accounts rejoined the clan. I was like, well, that's odd. He was in the clan. I don't see any message where he left because as I start scrolling up through through clan chat, because, again, I went to bed late and I had to wake up early in the morning. So there wasn't a whole lot of clan chat there. I see Jesse... Uh, account one joined, account two joined, account three joined. I see like one or two little chats there about something. And then I see the catfish registered for CWL. I don't see anything about Jesse leaving the clan between where he joined and where I spun CWL. And I 
I panic. I go look at the roster so that I can set the lineup for that day, and there's no there's no Jesse. Jesse had been in the clan, and he had left and took his three accounts because he's a he's a base builder. He builds bases for his organization, and he's affiliated with Aphelion Esports. And they just had a tournament, right? And then they're getting ready for their next tournament. And he was testing bases. So Jesse, unbeknownst to me, had left the clan to go do some base testing. He had intended to come back, and he did. He made it back into the clan before CWL registration closed, but I didn't notice that. And I spun our CWL. I registered for our CWL without three of our best attackers, three of our best accounts in the clan. Uh-oh. <laughs> Excuse me. And then I panicked because without him, we would have not had even 15 Town Hall 14s in the clan because he had three of them, right? Usually, we take 17 on the roster, so that would have left us with, uh, well, 17 minus 3 is 14. Oops, we would have only had 14 Town Hall 14s on the roster. Well, that's going to suck. But remember I said that there were a couple of the Town Hall 14s who didn't move in time over to Eden's Edge? That ended up being our saving grace. Because we had a couple guys who didn't move in time to go over to Eden's Edge. So that meant I actually had enough Town Hall 14s on the roster to make sure that we had 15 Town Hall 14s there in Knights of Zion. And we were able to actually war with a full complement of 14s. Now, it wasn't our... our best roster ever we had some of the guys who haven't competed at that level in a long time but they stepped up and they did what they needed to do uh, the guys who were there that maybe shouldn't have we didn't think needed to be there they actually did better than some of us leaders who have been trying to compete at the champions league level for several months uh, i for one i think it was my very first day Ended up with a one-star attack because I don't even know what happened. It was like I forgot how to play and was dropping. I, I was swagging rage spells on the grass. Like, I'm, I'm dropping troops and then I'm throwing down a rage spell behind them. Don't know why. No clue. Just, you know, felt like it. Uh, it was just, it was one of my worst, one of my worst CWL attacks ever. It looked like a, a three-year-old got a hold of my phone and was tossing down troops for me. It wasn't, though. It was me just being stupid. Uh, we had a couple leaders who missed attacks a couple times. So we ended up having, I think, three missed attacks. We've had two leaders who got one stars, a couple other one stars. We thought for certain that we were going to be back down in Master 1 after this week. And yet, somehow, we pulled it out at the end. We ended up facing the easiest plans at the end of the week. And we ended up in fifth place and didn't get demoted, even though we thought for certain we were going to get demoted. So thank you to the rest of the clan, not to me. I was one of the ones who sucked this month. It was one of our worst CWLs in a while. But thank you to the guys who did step up and, and took care of things. Uh, we even had a couple of our defensive CCs that didn't get filled. It was just a complete disorganized mess for us in KOZ this month. Next month, is it going to be any better? Well, I, I certainly hope so. Uh, hopefully, I will remember to get at least the registration started on time and get people moved around where they need to be. And I'll pay attention to make sure that, you know, when Jesse says he's going to bring three accounts, that, that I don't spin until he gets his three accounts back in there. Because that absolutely sucked. But shout out to all those guys who did what they needed to do, 
and made sure that we didn't demote. Next month, nights, let's let's make sure that we're practicing this month. Let's make sure we're getting used to whatever the new metas might be after some of the the air attack nerfs that went on, and let's figure out some attacks that we could use to maybe eventually push ourselves back up into champs too, because that's that's really where we would like to be. I think that's where we belong, but not not when we are as disorganized as I let us get this past month. So let's see what we can do. All right, y'all, what else has been going on? Well, we've had lots of things in real life that have been kind of crazy. Uh, I know Big D has been, he has just been getting hammered. Life has been smacking him in the face, and it, it is no fun. So uh, Big D, man, if you're listening, brother, we, we are praying for everything that's been going on for you and, and hoping that it will all, all sort itself out really quickly uh, so that you can get back to enjoying life instead of just feeling like it is beating you up all over the place. Uh, Klaus, our guy Klaus is actually, well, he's completed his, his studio. He, you know, they moved, they were in a, a nice big house and then his, he and his wife ended up moving and they're right now living out of an RV and he had just been doing his videos and his content creation from the table there in his RV. He ended up building his shed. His second channel, Klaus Plays, is where he did all of the build of that, showed how all of the progress that he made. He finally got his studio built out, got his internet fixed, because he went from being able to upload his videos in just a mere couple minutes to it taking an hour or two to upload a five-minute video. Got his internet fixed, got done with a lot of the stuff that was going on with that build, and now he's back into it finally, able to to participate a little bit more. So thank you, Klaus, for being able to come back and hang out with us. Uh, we're enjoying having him back around. He's getting back on a regular schedule with his content creation. So that that is awesome. Uh, we already talked about uh, the last episode or the episode before that about Proverbs being able to make some more content. She's got some cool things going on with her content. So make sure you're checking her out. She is on YouTube quite a bit more and has done a little bit of Twitch streaming, but YouTube is where she's doing some more of her things and make sure you're following her on Twitter too because that's where she announces some of the things that she's putting out. So shout out there also. What else uh, in my life here? It's, well, it's interesting guys. You know that I have not been exactly happy with my employment situation for a while. And while I still have, I'm still technically working the same job, that job has changed a lot in the last oh couple weeks i finally i have a new boss i for the last like two years have not even there's been long stretches of time where i didn't even really have a supervisor because of being so remote from the rest of oh of my department and there were so many personnel changes and things that that this I, i basically worked for a guy that's two or three levels higher than what a guy at my level should be working for because there was no there was no middle management. So they finally got middle management hired, and I can sit back now and do my technical stuff instead of having to worry about all right, who am I reporting to today? Uh, I for the first time in two years actually met my supervisor. There actually it's been longer than two years. I, the last time I because I work remote, I've not met some of the people that I work for, and. It's been probably four years since I actually worked for a person who was, you know, working in the same location as me and hadn't even met my boss. So, like I said, there was there was times when I didn't have supervisor. They finally got that management hired, and 
He came down last week. That's why I didn't record an episode last week. I was in the middle of some training because we're doing some new projects and some new frameworks and things that we're working on and having to do some training and some workshops. And he came down and attended the workshop and his boss's boss. So the, the, the lady who's like three levels ahead of me, I, I work for the, the Navy, right? And this lady is the civilian equivalent of, of like a rear admiral. And she came down, we met with her and it was actually, it was nice being able to actually meet the people that I work for, sit in the same room with them and share some things about what's going on with work. So work has improved. I'm not sure that I'm still happy with it, but at least I'm not feeling like I need to get out of this place instantly. So that's, that is, that is a blessing that, uh, that I, it's a welcome blessing and I'm hoping that things will continue in the direction that they're going right now and that I'll maybe enjoy the work that I'm doing a little bit more now that, that I've got some different things going on, some better guidance. And it's, it's just nice to actually know the people that I work for and to be able to put that face uh, well, I've seen their face once or twice because we do a lot of Microsoft Teams meetings, right? But just to be able to, to actually meet in person was great. So that's what I've got going on. Folks, what do you have going on? Let me know what's going on with you in your Clash life and in your real life. Hit me up on the Discord servers. And I enjoy getting to visit with y'all and look forward to any time that I get to visit. That is going to be it for this week. There's probably not going to be an episode next week because... I have another workshop to go to with my boss, so we'll be doing that. But until the next time we get to talk, I hope that y'all are staying safe and having some fun while you're out there playing the traffic. Bye for now.